When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, hola. You're listening to Speaking Spanish for Beginners from Latin L. Vamos. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Todo bien? Welcome to a new episode. Me llamo Marco, soy de Chile, and I'm the host of this podcast for English speakers who want to learn Spanish and have conversations with your amigos latinos. In today's episode, you will learn about mi hogar, my home. You will learn to describe the place where you live and also some common objects we can find at home. Ready? Yes! Vamos! Okay, so first, let's review the vocabulary of places to live. The most regular one is a house, which in Spanish is casa. Here I go again, repeat with me, casa. Yes, and this is a feminine noun, so we would say a house, we would say una casa. Good. Another common place nowadays is an apartment, which in Spanish is departamento, a masculine noun. Here I go again, departamento, departamento. And as this is a masculine noun, if we want to say an apartment, we would say un departamento. So, so far we have seen a house, una casa, and un departamento. Let's continue with another place which is called the studio. And in Spanish that word is estudio. Estudio. And this is a masculine noun. So, if you want to say a studio, you would say in Spanish un estudio. Say with me. Un estudio. Good. Another place in Spanish is a mansion, which in Spanish is mansión. Mansión. Repeat with me. Mansión. And as this is a feminine noun, we would say una mansión. A mansion would be una mansión. Good. Those are just examples of places where people normally live. And if I want to say I live in an apartment, I would have to say in Spanish Yo vivo en un departamento. Once again, Yo vivo en un departamento. Now, the last bit, un departamento, you can replace basically by the place you live. So, if you live in a mansion, you can say, yo vivo en una mansión. If you live in a house, you would say, 
Yo vivo en una casa. And so on and so forth. Let's have a look now at some adjectives to describe the place where you live. We have some adjectives to describe a place and we will look at four of them so you can get started. The first one we will look at is the adjective big, which in Spanish is grande. Here I go again, grande. So if I want to describe my apartment as being big, I would say departamento grande. And the opposite of grande would be small, which in Spanish is pequeño for masculine and pequeña for feminine. So if my apartment is small, I would say departamento pequeño. But what if it's a house? The house is a feminine now, so I would say casa pequeña. Here I go again. Casa pequeña. So, the adjective pequeño will change depending on whether the noun is masculine or feminine. So, pequeño for masculine nouns and pequeña for feminine nouns. Let's have a look now at the adjective comfortable, which in Spanish is cómodo for masculine and cómoda for a feminine noun. So, it changes depending on the gender of the noun. Let's have a look at this again and repeat with me. And I will use apartment as the masculine noun and casa as the feminine noun. So, here I go. Departamento cómodo. Casa cómoda. Good. Remember that you can practice, as I say, all of these words. Also, let's have a look at cozy, which in Spanish is acogedor for a masculine noun and acogedora for a feminine noun. So here I go a little bit slower. And once again, I will use apartment and house as apartment is masculine and house feminine. So, departamento acogedor casa acogedora So the adjective is acogedor acogedora Good Now let's have a look at some of the places in your home In this case you can say that mi hogar tiene my home has mi hogar tiene And let's have a look at the vocabulary. We have rooms, which in Spanish is habitaciones. Habitaciones. In my case, my apartment has tres habitaciones. Mi hogar tiene tres habitaciones. If the room are specifically for going to sleep, you would say dormitorios, which means bedrooms. So here, here I go again. Dormitorios. Good. Let's continue with the living room, which in Spanish is, well, it's actually three words. So here I go. The three words to describe the living room is sala de estar 
which literally means the room to be, basically, to be there. That That's the meaning of, literal meaning of that. So here we go again with that word, the living room. In Spanish is sala de estar. Good. Now, the bathroom in Spanish is el baño. Baño. One more time. Baño. In my case, my place has two bathrooms. So I would say, mi hogar tiene dos baños. ¿Cuántos baños tiene tu hogar? How many bathrooms does your house have? That's what I just asked. ¿Cuántos baños tiene tu hogar? Can you say the number in Spanish? If you're unsure about the numbers, we made a video on numbers. So you can complement this lesson with that video on YouTube on our channel Latin L. Let's move to the next place, which is la cocina. The kitchen. Cocina. Good. Then we have the balcony, which in Spanish is el balcón. One more time, balcón. Let's continue now with patio, which I, I don't think needs a translation. We say patio in Spanish. In my case, as I live in an apartment, no tengo patio. I don't have patio. So... What about you? ¿Tienes patio? I hope you do. It's a good place to have at your house. So, very good. Let's continue with jardín, which means garden. So, here I go again with that place. Jardín. Very good. And normally in the jardín, we have plantas. Plantas. Which means, as, as you might have guessed already, plants, right? So, jardín and plantas. And then we have the garaje, which means garage. So, we say garaje. Garaje. Very good. Let's continue with some items that people normally have at their places. And for this, the question is... ¿Qué cosas tienes en tu hogar? Which means, what things do you have at your place? Here I go again. ¿Qué cosas tienes en tu hogar? To which you would reply, tengo, the verb tener, which we have already studied in previous episodes. Tengo. Plus the item. So if you have a refrigerator, which in Spanish is un refrigerador, you would say tengo un refrigerador. Here I go again with this word a little bit slowlier. Refrigerador. Good. Let's continue with table, which in Spanish is mesa. And this is a feminine noun. So una Mesa. One more time. Mesa. Then we have chairs, which in Spanish is sillas. One more time. 
sillas. Good. Then we have bed, which in Spanish is cama, a feminine noun. Here I go again. Cama. Excellent. Let's continue with rug, which in Spanish is alfombra. Here I go again. Alfombra. Good. Let's review some more items. We have the microwave, which in Spanish is microondas. Microondas. Next up is couch, which in Spanish is sillón. One more time. Sillón. Then we have television, which in Spanish is televisor. Next one is computer, which is computador. Computador. Another one is coffee maker, which in Spanish is cafetera. Cafetera. And the last one we will look at today is a kettle, which in Spanish is Hervidor. One more time for the kettle. Hervidor. And here is a tip from this episode. More important than just learning these items by heart, go around your house and create sentences based in your life. That makes it all more meaningful. For example, if you live in an apartment, say to yourself, Vivo en un departamento. I live in an apartment. Then mention what your departamento has, like Mi departamento tiene dos habitaciones. My apartment has two rooms. Mi departamento tiene un baño, una sala de estar, una cocina. You get the idea. And then mention the things that you have. I have is yo tengo. And then mention the item. For example, yo tengo un microondas, yo tengo un televisor, yo tengo una cama, and so on and so forth. Actually, when I was learning English, I put some post-it notes on some items. So whenever I saw them, I could see the name of that item. Even if just for a week, that helps a lot. So just giving you some ideas because otherwise, if you learn this just by heart, you will surely forget. So try to make it more meaningful. Okay, people. So now let's move to the practice session. You will hear a dialogue between two people, Jessica and I. And we discuss where we live and the things that we have. In the dialogue, you will hear the words like cansado, which means tired, cansado, because I've been doing the chores, which in Spanish is las labores del hogar. The chores in Spanish is, here I go again so you can repeat with me, las labores del hogar. Such as cleaning, limpiar, cooking, cocinar, etc. Then they will mention a place downtown, which in Spanish is en el centro. Literally at the center. So, en el centro. 
and then you will hear some descriptions of the items that they have which we have learned in this episode so are you ready for this let's get started empecemos hola jessica cómo va todo marco todo bien gracias y tú bien un poco cansado por qué mm, bueno tú sabes las labores del hogar limpiar cocinar Hacer la cama. Es mucho trabajo. Uy, sí. A veces es agotador. ¿Vives en una casa o un departamento? Vivo en un departamento pequeño, en el centro de la ciudad. Es cómodo. Tiene dos habitaciones, una sala de estar grande y un balcón. Tengo todo lo básico. Un televisor, un refrigerador, un sillón una mesa y un microondas. ¡Qué bien! Tienes hartas cosas. Sí. ¿Y tú? ¿Vives en una casa o en un departamento? Hmm, yo vivo en una casa muy grande. Me encanta. Tiene un patio, un jardín con muchas plantas y también un garaje. Get the summary of this episode and transcript of the dialogue on our online store. A place with amazing resources to improve your Spanish. For more information, visit www.latinla.com or check out the episode description. Now it's time to practice what you have learned. I'll ask you three questions in Spanish, and when you hear this bell, you have to reply with your own information using what you have learned in this episode. Ready? Vamos! Pregunta 1. Yo vivo en un departamento. ¿Y tú? ¿Dónde vives? Question 2. Pregunta 2. ¿Cómo es tu hogar? Question 3. Pregunta 3. ¿Qué cosas tienes en tu hogar? And that's all for today. Thanks for listening to Speaking Spanish for Beginners. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your Spanish beginner friends. Creating this content takes hours and hours. So it means the world to me if you take 30 seconds to help me spread the word. And if you're studying Espanol to travel to a Spanish-speaking country... You can get my Spanish Adventures Companion, my free ebook and premium podcast designed to make your travel experience more enjoyable so you can communicate with Latinos with ease. Don't miss out on this great resource. You can get it for free on my website www.latinle.com or with the link in the episode description. Have a great day. Hasta la próxima. Ciao, ciao. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria 
bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. 